this is About Town. I'm your host, Blakely Freed. It's Wednesday, September 27th, and we are eagerly anticipating the drop of the October issue. But before then, we wanted to review a couple more things in September that we are really happy to share with you. Today we have the intrepid Connie Cronley reading her September column. We also will share some events that are happening in Tulsa this week, this weekend, and that will get you through the rest of the month. Tomorrow, the Tulsa State Fair kicks off. We have a sponsored editorial online that you can read on TulsaPeople.com that gives an overview of the rides, the music, the entertainment, and just a little taste of what you can get uh, when you go to the Tulsa State Fair. The fair is from September 28th to October 8th. And some of the musical guests that are on the lineup include Uncle Cracker on September 29th, Sugar Hill Gang and the Ying Yang Twins September 30th, 38 Special on October 4th, The Fray on October 7th, and La Original Banda El Limon on October 8th. Of course, other than those headliner bands, there are musical acts that are happening throughout the week, and you can catch um, a list of, a full list of those online. This week's beer of the week from Tom Gilbert is Heirloom Rustic Ales Morning Devotion. It's a fall, winter, spring, seasonal stout brewed with Cirque Coffee cold brew, cinnamon, which gives it a cinnamon bun, chocolatey, honey flavor, and it is beloved by people for its seasonal flavors. Now, without further ado, here is Connie Cronley. The title of this column is Hello, I must be going. Here are two personal lamentations that are particularly lamentable because they are repeated failings I've suffered. The opening lines could be sung to the tune of Simon and Garfunkel's The Sound of Silence. Part 1. Hello, gluten, my old friend. I've come to say goodbye again. There I was last spring, minding my own business, and everybody else's business when possible, when allergies came stomping across the prairie and punched me right in the face. I was at an outdoor memorial service when it hit, and my sinuses went pow. I must have seemed very emotional. But the drainage never stopped. I saw doctors. I took every kind of antihistamine and decongestant invented, and on and on it went. The worst was the burning, itching flood in my ears and eustachian tubes. I got an ear canal infection. It flooded my shiny new hearing aids so that I couldn't hear with them or without them. To hear somebody, I had to sit directly in front of them, three feet away, and stare into their face like a lonely puppy so I could read their lips. Slowly it occurred to me that this might be more than seasonal allergens. It was that, probably pollen from grass and Texas cedar, but it was also food sensitivities. Now, mention food allergy to someone, and unless they've had a reaction to shellfish or peanuts, they usually roll their eyes and think, what a sissy pants. Well, let them. I'm here to tell you, food sensitivity is more than bumps in the night. I have a friend who cured his Crohn's disease by researching and then changing his diet. Medical practitioners might say his Crohn's is in remission, not cured, but whatever the terminology, he's been well for seven years without medication. 
My fiercest villain is gluten. I knew that. After three years of gut trouble, tests and more tests and buckets of medication, I cut out gluten and the stomach pain and diarrhea stopped almost overnight. I felt well for so long, I guess I thought I was over it. That is the IQ of an amoeba. This time, about a week after I stopped eating gluten and other culprits such as dairy, my ears began feeling better. I'm still clutching my teddy bear antihistamines, but I'm better. Part 2 Hello, Envy, my old friend. I've come to say hello again. For years, Envy has been my favorite of the seven deadly sins because it's a sharp kick-in-the-pants reminder that somebody has something that I wish I had. And the reason I don't have it is because I'm not focusing on the right thing. Now, though, Envy has been replaced by Pride. I mean by that the opposite of humility. I learned this when the Father's Day mega windstorm hit and suddenly I had new electricity. The following week taught me how I would be as a homeless person or a refugee. I would not be gracious or brave or uncomplaining. No, I would be desperate and depressed and maybe hopeless. I would be consumed by envy of people with comforts like air conditioning, a functioning kitchen, refrigeration. Even in my midtown neighborhood, I see half a dozen people living on the street. I don't know how they do it. The pain I feel for them now is sharper. And I have met thousands like them at the Iron Gate Soup Kitchen. But I understand better now why they were grateful for something as small as a friendly smile. The author C.S. Lewis wrote that it is suffering that drives us out of the nursery. These two lamentations remind me that I'm always falling off wagons and only some kind of suffering makes me climb back on. I'm trying to be aware and grateful. I'm trying not to be complacent or oblivious. It's daily work. Most mornings I drink coffee outside, and every day I see the Rose of Sharon bush going about its work of blooming, and every day the bees hung among its lavender blossoms. Every day they start over. That's a good lesson. We have a fresh Tulsa 10 and music listings up. In this week's Tulsa 10, we do have a link to an online fundraiser that is supporting the staff of Lowood and Hodges Bend after Saturday's devastating fire. Well, that's all we have for you today. As always, everything mentioned in today's episode can be found linked in our show notes. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on About Town.